You're listening to Psyched Radio, San Francisco. San Francisco. Welcome to Speakeasily versus the 80s. After a ridiculous amount of time off, we're back without a good excuse as to where we've been. And like a bad house guest, we're gonna stay too long today. Eat all your artisanal cheese, drink all your top shelf booze, and not take any of your subtle hints to get the fuck out. For those of you who are first time listeners, you may be asking, what is it a Speakeasily versus the 80s? I'm so glad you asked. Speak Easily vs. the 80s is your new favorite trash cast that resurrects 1980s schlock classics, magically bringing them to life in the shop window of your soul. I'm your sales girl of smut, Odessa Lil, and with me as always are my comedy life partners, the secret shoppers of schlock, Klingon Vanna White and Shecky Davis Jr. Greetings and salutations. Hello again. Oh, hi. <laughs> hi. Where are you patching in from today? Well, I'm orbiting on SpaceX with Elon. He left me up here after Trump, you know, was dethroned. He left me up here. So I'm sitting on the toilet watching the Earth go by. Oh, now you're on the throne. Yes. It's kind of weird because, like, you kind of float around every now and then. A piece of poop will flow by me. And I'm like, ah. It's weird, but you kind of adjust. That is weird. I don't know if you should adjust to that. Why not? I'm confused. So Elon is not there? No. He just dropped me off. Oh, I thought he was still there. I was coming. I'm, I'm in my pink bird of prey, coming there to pick him up so he can come back to Earth and continue destroying Twitter. Well, you can pick me up. Or are you just going to leave me here? I thought you were going to turn around and fly away. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I have limited amount of fuel. I, this, my, my pink bird of prey has not been upgraded to an electric battery. What's the toilet situation on your bird of prey? I know. I need a, I'm going to need a toilet, a, a warp factor five toilet for these turds. <laughs> Shecky, you don't have to take this shit. Well, if, if she comes and picks me up, she'll be taking my shit. That's no, right. I am not. No, I am not. But I will pick you up only, and you will have to hold it until we get back to Earth. Can you not shit for three hours? <sighs> uh, but that's all I've been doing for the last two years since our last broadcast. It was, it was a year and some months. It, it seems like longer. I know. Because we miss each other. Yeah. I've, I've, I've missed you. I, oh, I've missed it. Okay, I'm coming. I'm coming. Yay! Yay! Oh, Yay. save the day. Okay. Because I can't uh, get Twitter up here. So I have no idea what's happening in the Twitterverse. <laughs> it's called Shitter, not Twitter now. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> the Shitterverse. Yeah, the Shitterverse. Hashtag Shitterverse. Um, <laughs> okay, well, we have a guest today. Can you, can you believe it? We're back and we have a guest. Wow. Hey. I can't believe that anybody wants to be our friend, but okay. Well, today's guest is a speakeasily three-timer. 
Oh, that's why. She's been infected. That's right. She's in our shitterverse. Uh, and she's here again by choice. What? It's like the blackmail didn't even matter. She just wanted to be here. Are you paying her? No, I threatened to dox her. I love dachshunds. Yeah, I threatened to dox her dachshund. <laughs> dachshund. 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 Doesn't she make doesn't she make clothes for dachshunds? No, no. Let me tell you about our special guest. Annalyn Bond is a drag performer, cosplayer, fashion design student, creative customer of cats, and devout oh, member. Cats. Yes. And she's also a member of the First Church of the Sacred Silver Sexual, which is a Bowie music performance drag collective based in San Francisco, Earth. So, uh, wow. Yeah. I'm glad you said, I'm glad you explained what it was. Because the First Silver Sexual, I thought it was like a anti-werewolf, you know, kind of church. For like, no, I don't like I, those. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, werewolves. I love like werewolves. Silver, so. Were werewolves are people too sometimes i mean our host is a werewolf i love cats too let's talk about why we're here why are we here i I don't know why we're here all i know is i picked up the phone and you're like hey we're recording and i'm like okay so i have no idea what we're doing here you're like okay i'm on the toilet but okay yeah i'm always down just just mute (laughs) when needed okay i'm always down to clown what just happened I tooted. (laughs) (laughs) Hit mute next time. All right, people, get out your American Express card of disbelief, because today we're undressing a comedic retelling of the story of Pygmalion, in which Galatea... What'd you call me? (laughs) Pygmalion, uh, in which Galatea is a department store mannequin in 1980s Philly. That's right. Today, we're talking about mannequin. Wait, Wait a minute. This what? is a this is a Pygmalion story. There were no pigs in the story at all. Well, sometimes you get a pig, and sometimes you get a million. In this case, you get both. No, but seriously, like no jokes aside, this was based on another story. Yeah, Pygmalion. Was I, it? Is it Greek or is it? Hey, Roman? man. I think it's Greek. Keep up with me, man. I'm talking about Ovid. P Y. Like. He, I, I didn't realize that, like, the movie was so, like, steeped in classic Greek literature. I totally right, thought yeah. it was just an 80s schlock movie, but damn, I had no idea that we, we, were, we, were, we were watching high art. All these things can be true at the same time. It was multifaceted. Yeah. yeah. And some of those statements could not be true. <laughs> well, I just wonder, like, like, like how are those, those, those early you know, Greeks, if they were here today, would look at this movie and, like, would they cry, like, at the at the the sadness that has become of their play? Or would they be like, oh, bitch, this is hot. I love Hollywood. Hollywood! <laughs> they wouldn't you know. understand a fucking thing. They wouldn't. Happening. No. They'd be yeah. like... So, uh, Mannequin. Mannequin, directed by Michael Gottlieb. It's actually his debut. Uh, and uh, Maiden. He wrote it too, didn't he? 87. Uh, no? Yeah, he, yeah, or did he, he was, co-write it? He, he co-wrote it. Okay, okay. Well, it's a romantical comedy. And uh, it'll both charm and offend you, I promise. Okay? So, Anna Lynn, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me back. 
I'm here to ask the question, do mannequins really have nipples? Yep. Some do. None of mine do. No. Mostly no. Mine do. Mine are all anatomically correct. Why do you all have mannequins? (laughs) (laughs) That's all there is up here on SpaceX. It's just me and a bunch of mannequins in spacesuits. I think nipples would be really not good for mannequins because they would be poinking through all the t-shirts and stuff. Yeah, they'd have to wear bras. That's what happens with my nipples. They're always poinking through all my t-shirts and I have to figure out how not. And then if I put a padded bra, they point through the padded bra, which then points through the the t-shirt. And it's just like, can I just have a day without people staring at my nipples? Same. I totally agree. Those are some mighty nipples that you have. They're ridiculous. They're the size of pencil erasers. (laughs) They're very powerful. (laughs) Thanks for that image. Okay. You're you're you are welcome. <laughs> yeah, they're like it's like an Audi belly button. <laughs> it's exhausting. Times two. <laughs> wow. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Annalyn, you bring up an important point. Like these, there there are nipples on the mannequin in this movie, and that's weird. I grew up uh, in a retail environment. My mom owned a store in the eighties, uh, in in Stockton. And so I grew up with like a lot of mannequins that I would like roll around on the floor, play with the mannequins. Mannequins are just really weird. Like they're uncanny, you know, like they look real, but also they don't look at all real. And they're women, but they don't have parts, but they do. It's kind of a Barbie situation, you know? Yeah. Where it's like, where's, where's all the bits? There's just a reference to bits but it's kind of paved over, you know? And then the hair comes off and they're just like, they're bald and they look like punk rockers. I would ask my mom, can we just put it in the window like this? And she would say no. So you were a baby Damn. aspiring Jonathan is what you're saying. Like you- I guess so. You wanted. I never thought about it that way. But yeah, I played with, mannequins were like my best friend. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> How often do you play around the store and- tumble with the mannequins and have camp outs. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much when I wasn't, um, you know, bothering customers to buy my uh, pictures I've drawn of naked mannequins. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe I shouldn't talk about this here. Uh, yeah. Should... Save that for your therapist. Yeah. Well, that reminds me of my, um, my paper mache likeness of William Shatner that I have in my backyard shed, my she shed. She Which shed. is more like a, a shag shed for for paper mache. <laughs> it's it's interesting how paper mache just doesn't hold up to moisture. Ew! Ew! Well, quit peeing on it. I don't pee on it. Oh, you said <laughs> moisture, so I was just like, "Wow, take this gold shower, you bastard!" Oh my god! Well, you gotta always bastard. be rubbing up on that thing. I know. Getting it all moist. Constant re- repairs, constantly. <laughs> we need to get you a Shatakin. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> now we're talking. Now, would that be anatomically correct? A real doll versus William Shatner. That's disturbing. Yes. <laughs> there's nothing, there, you know, there's nothing that a little glue can't fix. Annalyn, why did you choose Mannequin? Why are we doing this today? Yeah, why are we doing this? I mean, <laughs> I blame you. Is, is this more? I blame you. 
more or less perverted than her ticket to Hawaii. I do not know. That was my past. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're definitely feeling real yeah. boobs, but at the same time, we do have this guy kind of like rolling around with a mannequin and anytime anyone else sees him, it's like, oh, that's not a real woman. That is like a literal mannequin that you're pointing. Um, I don't know. It's kind of an odd one. My, the, the reason, I would say almost like the whole reason why I love this movie is Hollywood, Right. Like, for some reason, you know, just, I mean, I think everyone loves Hollywood. He's, like, their favorite part or, you know, one of the best parts of this movie. Maybe for me it was just, you know, it's not like he's a realistic representation of, like, an actual gay man. But he's just... Yeah, he kind of is. He's an extreme one. I feel like Shoki could tell us from you know the the real backstory here yeah oh yeah that was that was me in high school when i was you know when i saw that movie i felt like that was a that was a gateway like so so hollywood is a gateway gay so um so he like you know allows gay people to like live their 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 stereotypical fantasy so so yeah i was like yes bitch yes like turned up yeah not bitch He's fabulous. He's the best. He really I wish is. I was that fabulous. The freaking yeah, totally. car. He has a hot you car are. with a bad girl license Thank plate. You. Oh my god. Yeah. The That's accident. the best license plate ever. Ever. Bad girl. Um, well, let's explain a little bit about uh, who Hollywood is and what's happening in this movie. It, the movie starts off in ancient Egypt because of course it does. <laughs> <laughs> With with Kim Cattrall, she's yeah, Kim very, Cattrall, she's very Egyptian. <laughs> looks very looks so Egyptian. I, I honestly, that beginning, that beginning reminded me of 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 you and your mom, and I'm like, I could totally like imagine you being being wrapped like a mummy as your mom comes in trying to like marry you off. Like I could totally see that happening what, in your who life. Are you talking to you. Me? Yeah. What? I could totally see your mom doing that. Just coming in and just like we have to you have to get married. You know, I don't know. I just I just totally see like like that 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 happening to you. Not the whole like being, you know, sucked away by the gods and and yeah. planted in various different time times to meet, you know, super cool people, although that'd be kind of awesome too. Like I could totally see that that like I'm Hollywood, you're the mannequin and like i don't know brett or someone is jonathan like i totally see this being our lives but audra's jonathan no i think audra is definitely the mannequin there's there's a lot of conflation happening here right now and uh (laughs) inflation what are you talking about conflation conflation what's that (laughs) i don't know um hold on i gotta look it up this movie gets points for accurately using the word jejun. It's pretty. Oh, that's right. <laughs> like, I thought that window display was pretty jejun. It's like, oh, damn. Someone got out this for us today. I have yeah. no idea if I was either. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. It's kind of infantile, it is. isn't it? Something like that. Yeah, like it's kind of boring. Pedestrian. Naive, simplistic, and superficial. See, this movie is making us smarter already. I know. Yeah. yeah. 
And we're learning about ancient Egypt. And uh, yeah, she's okay. So Emmy, as of course people were called in ancient Egypt, um, is a blonde, blue-eyed um, ancient Egyptian who is hiding from her mother in a tomb, dressed up like a mummy because she doesn't want to go through with an arranged marriage. I think to a yeah. dumb dealer. Yes. In order to escape this this fate, uh, she the gods transport her through time and space for reasons unknown. Exactly. Exactly. I, I guess I thought it was to find her true love or something. I don't know. Sure. Something about okay. true love. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She ends up with Christopher Columbus at one point, man. Like that, <laughs> yeah. that's a little dark. I know that rapist. Yeah, and Michelangelo. Well, Michelangelo seems cool, you know? She's just like, oh, he's gay. He was just super into dudes, but Christopher Columbus, I mean, oh. If you look at the opening of the, when they're going through that weird, you know, animated dance thing where she's doing the Egyptian and she's a cat for some reason, she's like the Mona Lisa. So did did someone paint her as the Mona Lisa? It's like she's showing up in all these different time periods as like... Yeah, that's her journey. Yeah, masterful works. And I'm like, this. wow, this lady's done done a lot. She's gotten around. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's, she's, she's well seasoned. Kind of a star fucker. Yeah. Ultimately. Yeah. Yeah. She's a, a groupie of time and space. I'm I'm there for her. I'm there with her. I know. We could only imagine what it, that would be like. I mean, think about it. If if we ever invent time travel, it's for fucking. That's it. You know, we're going to go back. It's not about research. We're going to go back. We're going to fuck Jesus. We're going to, you know, fuck wow. Noah. You know, we're going to, seriously, there's going to be a line of people. It's like, oh, you're going back to, you know. I'm here for fuck. Jesus. I'm here for Jesus. <laughs> this is the best Bible fan fiction I've ever heard. But think about it. You know, we're all, we're all, you know, driven by, by, by lust. I mean, think about it. That's the whole the whole point of this movie. It was all. I'm driven by chocolate cake. There you go. Ooh, you got cake? <laughs> I, I, I yes, I do. Damn it! Why am I in space? <laughs> I'm almost there. Keep that cake warm, girl. Sit on it. So, uh, so for whatever reason, she goes from like you know bonking all these like uh, you know great men of history, and then um, ends up with Jonathan. like a window dresser. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it just incarnated as like art in every time period. I mean, there's a there's a lot that is not explained about yes the mechanics of this whole thing. I That's actually a read a synopsis which polluted my brain before I watched it. Uh-oh. Love it. So yeah, so so what you guys are thinking what happened actually? Yeah, this is that is what. The backstory is, is that she traveled through time and space as a, a muse, you know, bringing a, about great works of art, hmm. you, oh, know, okay. searching, you know, searching for true love or something. I don't know. You know, that's what every girl wants to inspire, you know, great works from other people. Yeah. Not from Preferably with penises. Yeah. She only Go showed ahead. up to men too. No women. Yeah. That's well, that's because women did. can't be artists. But why didn't she show up for Sappho? And like she, they can't be artists. Maybe Sappho was just was a talent. Maybe it's the male artists that needed her help. Yeah. There oh, good go. point. Yeah, the women didn't need her. They have their own boobs and nipples. <laughs> <laughs> They're their own dolls. 
Doesn't she do some of the windows for Jonathan? She does all no, sleep and she does no, they work together. Uh, but he, he takes I don't know. He takes I think she does them all. She doesn't. They work together. But, it was a partnership. But he gets all the credit. So that's not a real yeah. partnership. But it well, is no. the history of the world. It is. Yeah, she's not real. Her talent's yeah. not real because she there because she's not real. Well she's <laughs> a, she's a, she's she's in every one of them. She's in every one of the the um the windows so she's there she's part of it she's hip. yeah but she's just there as beautiful she's window dressing <laughs> literally 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 okay so let's talk about jonathan we've got this guy and uh that's <laughs> a very charmed life that son of a bitch kind of i mean okay so it's andrew mccarthy let's just get let's just talk about who's casting this andrew mccarthy Looking super hot so young so very mm-hmm. young, very you know, and actually much younger than Kim Cattrall here. I mean, only six years. Was, she was he like, really? Only six years. Yeah, yeah, she was older than him. She was thirty, thirty-one. Oh my god, 30. she yeah, was so hot the- in this movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, she still is, you know. Yeah, She's a timeless woman. Uh, yeah, and he was—he's just a kid. He's like in his early twenties. He's twenty-four. And, uh, he's thirty. Twenty-four. Not that big a difference. No, but I guess at that. If this were like actual real life and like they were going out, it would be a little surprising at that time. A 24-year-old man with a 30-year-old woman. It's usually the other way around. Bias. She's way too hot for him. That is for damn sure. Hundred <laughs> percent. Uh, he's way too hot for her. Uh-oh. Oh. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> no, Hollywood's way too hot for both of them. Well, that's true too. Yeah. Yeah, Jonathan, I love how we, how we have, like, his montage of, like, job fails. <laughs> he, can't yeah. Yeah. he can't even trim a bush properly. He can't, like, make a pizza. He can't deliver stuff. Like, but he has this huge-ass unemployment loft. I don't know how he affords it. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Amazing. I remember, I was just like, what the hell is this guy? Like, You're saying? Oh, no, it was just a huge, huge apartment you know stylish with great furniture and everything i'm just like why isn't he living with six other guys in a, yeah. like a boarding house a reformed bordello or something you know like we all did yeah it's <laughs> like a fucking grand piano and shit i'm like okay sure it is philadelphia just in the 80s so, yeah it's philadelphia in the 80s i mean that that apartment might have cost five bucks who knows <laughs> and it also it's fantasy um but yeah, okay, so when we do finally meet him, you know, in the beginning there, uh, he, he's an artist uh, creating mannequins. Like, he's a sculptor. And he sculpts this mannequin that's going to come back and be very important in the future in his life. And uh, that's the job he loses. And that sends him on the montage. Where we see <laughs> just, just what a, like, you know, completely ADD kind of guy he is. As an artiste, he can't. He's not really viable for for uh, uh, corporate life, you know. No, he's not. No, can't keep a job. Um, but then he's like down on his luck. He's got this girlfriend who doesn't like him because he's that guy, you know. No, he <laughs> likes him. He likes him. I think she likes him. It's just she wants him to be a yuppie and. You know, and upwardly mobile, and he's like, "Nah, girl, I'm just gonna chill." You know, 
He's like the original Andrew McCarthy. I'm just good. No, sorry. The original, uh, what's his name? <laughs> Who's the guy? All right, all right, all right. That guy. Matthew McCarthy. Oh, no, he's not. He's not yeah. like that. Chill guy. He's just living. He's not life. as hot as McCarthy. No, McConaughey. 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 He's not as hot as McConaughey. McConaughey is like, you know. Yeah, he's like. Yeah, he's gorgeous. No, he's just a useless man, you know? He can't keep his shit together, and she's just annoyed by that, and I get it. A Peter Pan? He's just a man baby. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's white privilege, too, that he can do that. 100%. Wow. Yeah, I know. Here I brought it. Sorry. Yeah, here we are. Here we are. We're about to get woked. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to woke you up the ass! Okay, oh. so he's a man baby because he's an artiste. That's <laughs> and, not fair. I mean, let's, I'm just, I'm just uh, consolidating what what everyone's saying here right now. Well, he's a man, he's a man baby because he's he he thinks that he could be an artiste at work and not just uh, do yeah. it on the side like we all do. Thank Definitely. you. That's it. Definitely. That's it. Yeah. yeah, and she, the girlfriend, likes him, but she just wants to change every thing about him, which sounds about right. She's got style, though. All that flowing lame she wore. Mm-hmm. Right. And she works for uh, another department store. Uh, rival, yes. Rival department store. I don't um, know. I thought her style was terrible, though, if I could just put oh, yeah. in here. No, you're right. What was her name? Like, Roxy? Roxy. Yeah. Like, yeah. There, was that, there was that one dress with the crazy Puritan collar. <laughs> <laughs> Everything was boxy and flew away from her body. It was almost like, you know, there was like, oh, yeah, let's just, like, erase all sex appeal from this this actress. Interesting. Yeah. Well, only one woman can be hot in this movie. Oh, yeah. That's the way it, it was in the it's 80s. A, yeah. And it's a dummy. <laughs> like, it literally is a doll. It's the only <laughs> thing that can be hot. And I will say, Kim Cattrall is exceedingly hot in this movie like she's in such good shape do you notice that yeah well she said that she in the in the in the imdb trivia she like <laughs> she modeled for what she, she she worked out and got in the best shape she's ever been and then she modeled for the sculptor for like six weeks or something mm-hmm. and they made four different mannequins in different uh positions for her um so yeah so that's what she she pretty much did oh and one of the mannequins is still on display um in philadelphia it really looked like her yeah it's uh the weird thing about it it's just it's just the head and the torso of the original model a mannequin so the the arms and the legs are are gone but (laughs) but you can still see the, the the head and the torso so if you're ever in philadelphia and you want to see the the mannequin model the mannequin mannequin you can go see it field so, trip uh, yeah easily field trip and <laughs> lynn we make this happen we're gonna we're gonna all get together and go pay homage we're all gonna dress like hollywood in a different sunglasses we have to do a road trip in the hot pink bad girl car and the <laughs> <laughs> uh, if only we could afford the gas for it <laughs> right true true this is another world yes you know things boy things have changed i mean you could live in a in a loft for five (laughs) dollars 
<laughs> you could work at a department store and drive badass car. I have a toaster that's like six feet on a tall thing. Like 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 where he put stuff made no sense in that house either in that loft. And I guess sixty thousand dollars a year was a you know was a big wage in Philadelphia for a window dresser. Yes. Yeah. It would have been. It would have been a huge. Yeah, wage I definitely for think a lot of jobs. Yeah, I think it would be a huge wage for a window dresser now. I bet they're <laughs> all contractors now. Yeah, that's a very good point. I mean, how he, what was that? I just love how he gets the job by like saving Estelle Getty by being hit by a sign that's. Like, Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah, electrified butt cheeks. Okay, so so he's walking down the street. He looks in the in the window of a department store, and he sees his creation. He sees the, the mannequin that he built that got him fired <laughs> for spending too much time on it. And uh, then for he's back there in the morning... Right, and a sign is about to fall on Estelle Getty, who is the owner of this department store. He saves her, and that's how he gets a job there. And Estelle Getty was already well known from Golden Girls. Golden Girls. Oh. Yep. I thought I recognized her. She, without all the uh, Sophia makeup and costume. Yeah. Oh my god. You would have taken like a skilled ride on that sign, you know. Again, <laughs> yeah. It's like flailing around getting electrocuted. So these oh. days w- window dressers make 31 to 93k. That's a very big range. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and it's probably all hourly, um like 10.99. Yeah. But sorry, yeah, he the skilled ride on that 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 sign. <laughs> and getting his ass electrocuted. Yeah, he worked. He he deserves that job, and in a way, he basically wants You're to work to there, um, so he can be closer to his uh, sex doll that he created. They hadn't had sex by then. Well, not that we know, not that we saw, but I mean, we don't. I mean, that could have been why he was fired. In the story of Pygmalion, the guy. Uh, carves a, a statue out of ivory and he's obsessed with it and he's like touching it all the time kissing on it <laughs> yeah so so he, he he like makes offerings to aphrodite and i guess uh as a as a present to him she makes the statue real so typical so typical so uh, you know they want some fantasy and then, yeah. like, you know, they, they have to make up stories where they, they actually get the fantasy instead of having to deal with the reality. The reality <laughs> that women are complicated and uh, they're their own people and they're not what you made them. You can't control, like, their, their everything, <laughs> their personality, their body. You couldn't control Emmy. She did what she wanted. Yeah, that's true. Well, you he know, birthed was- her. He made her. Or he made the vessel in which she resided. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I'm getting carried away here. She she is kind of like a free spirit. Very much so. for a mannequin. She's a very, very free spirited mannequin. Uh just like just like the Ovid story, she comes to life and uh like Annalyn was saying earlier, like no one else can see that she's alive, only he can. So people are always catching him in like weird situations 
with a mannequin. But then because because he's, you know, considered brilliant and he's, you know, a white guy, they just applaud it. And they think it's awesome because he's saving the store, I guess. That was so weird. Like, yeah. the, the amount of shit they put up with for this man. Like, seriously. Like, yeah. that whole, the, the, the whole thing, I know I'm getting ahead of myself. With the bathroom? The whole, <laughs> well, the bathroom was hilarious. No, when they all caught him yes. in the furs. Yes. I'm like, oh, you yeah. can't sell those furs now, right? Because some naked guy is like sleeping on them. Like, oh, that's yeah. like thousands of dollars just of merchandise. Just oh, they'll just shake it out. <laughs> <laughs> just, just I don't know. It out. I think yeah, he lost some stains. Out. Shake it out. Put it back. Shake up. out the stains. Come on. Yeah. Or <laughs> wipe out those uh, those little spots on the linings. Gross. <laughs> Ew. Ew. You knew there was some there, you know, like they just like just they boinked and then they they did their thing and were rolling around and smearing all their filthy matrix on everything. <laughs> <laughs> little 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 half half human half Pinocchio babies. Ugh. I love how Audra was saying something like, "Okay, so if like they're together alone." And, like, she's an actual woman and they're together alone and they're boinking and then someone walks in and she turns into a mannequin. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? His penis is probably gone. Whoa! Yep. Chopped off. This yeah. is gone. Good luck with that. There should be a, a, a rewrite, a remake. A trauma this... movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so he's making friends with, with Holly, our, everyone's favorite character, Hollywood Montrose. And uh, what does he say about his name? Hollywood Montrose. That's my name. Doesn't it absolutely sing? Yeah. Sing. <laughs> and what does he do there at the department store? He's another window dresser. So wouldn't that put them as rivals? Or are they working yeah. together? Yeah, but he's a sweet guy. He's, he, re he recognizes that, he's, that um, Jonathan is a, um, a lost, crazy weirdo. And he takes pity on him and decides That's to right. help him. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, and then they see, but I, th I think they see a lot of them. I think they see a lot of themselves with each other, and I think that's that's the one thing about their relationship that's very, the very interesting. Because back in the day, you know, homosexuality was seen as being a deviant, and Jonathan is a deviant when you think about it in this movie, having you know sex with a doll. So they kind of they kind of soft shoe this sort of like gay presence in their to say like you know gay people are you know or people who have who are different are kind of are kind of cool you know so i i kind of was like all yeah. right that's I, I get that message they're that's touched by nice. creativity yeah yeah you know but 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 they're both like sexual deviants you know too so it, was, it had this weird oh wow like, oh i didn't yeah i didn't even I yeah. do believe that jonathan would have just would have loved um hollywood no matter what so. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, you know. I think that's just how we is. He just loved him. Yeah, yeah, because they're both creatives and stuff. But but it added this whole friends. other. Yeah, they added this whole another yeah. thing with it being like a, a the, the sexual deviant kind of thing with him being gay and him being in love with a dummy, and that's why Hollywood never never um, shamed him or anything. Yeah. And, yeah. And, the, and the scene in the bathroom where everyone's listening. And he's like, you know, all right, Shave, get away, get away. You know, he's, he's trying to protect Jonathan. Yeah. <laughs> that woman, like, 
this is part the of the creative process here. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. the woman is like, what's going on in there? It's our new manager, the the fairy, or the dummy. And I was just like, yeah. was like what? That's a little yeah. reality there. That's yeah. kind of how they yeah. would have talked. Uh, Hollywood has it, this great quote where he says to Jonathan, uh, it's obvious to this country girl that you're an A yeah. number one creative freak. Mm -hmm. Imagine pretending to be a stock boy when you're a major artiste. I'm so jealous. So yeah, he yeah. absolutely uh, accepts him into like this weird artsy um, deviant world. Even though Jonathan can actually pass between all the worlds because he's as a white male. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I always liked him as a character actor. I always thought he was so silly in the in the. Um, yeah. But it is pretty great that that cop really hates him, the store cop. But if you ever want to see a really good portrayal of him, uh, you should watch Burglar with Whoopi Goldberg. And he was in it. He plays um retired cop. And <laughs> he's a really good, that, that's a really good movie. And that's another movie we should probably watch together. But that wow. movie, Burglar, was really good. And the funny thing about Burglar, real quick, was that movie was actually um written for um uh, uh what's his name the diehard guy um oh, Bruce Willis um, yeah, yeah. It was for Bruce Willis but he dropped out and then Whoopi Goldberg uh stepped in so oh as the main character that's awesome as the main character yeah so it's a really good movie we should watch that too um she was hot shit back there and man yeah. she was like the hero of everything yeah great movie uh, back to this one, yes, I thought he was, as a comedy relief, I thought he was fantastic. And I really liked the dog, the, the dog, Rambo. Yeah. Aww. That cute little bulldog in him. and Just completely yeah. useless, because those dogs are so inbred. <laughs> yep. So that actor, um, George William Bailey. Yep. Yeah, character actor, always playing a cop. Funny, because him and... He and uh, Kim Cattrall were in the first uh, Police Academy movie together as well. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Another good movie. Police Academy. Was that before Mannequin? Yes. So we already... we are Okay, yeah. Right, 84. So we already knew her. We also mostly knew her at that point from Big Trouble in Little China the year beforehand. She had a, quite a big role. That kind of played the same kind of person, though, which is kind of funny when you think about it. Got dressed up in somebody else's, uh, another culture's costumes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Wow. Absolutely. <laughs> he had a lot of big energy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You gotta love her, even if she's culturally uh, appropriating everything. Not well, her that's fault. That's what we all did then. <laughs> yeah. It's true. It's true. Put your Indian headdress away. <laughs> I know. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> Okay, so where are we? She she comes to life. They're getting an adventure. They're they're falling in love. Making amazing window displays in the process. Okay, let's talk about these window displays. No, no, no. We have to talk about the rival, the other person. We have no. We have to talk about the villain. Oh, Spader. James Spader. James Spader, who is an excellent villain. Completely playing against type. You know that. And I thought that was very, very, very interesting because he's playing this, yeah. this, this nerdy capitalist, evil, nerdy capitalist guy, completely against type. He's not the heartthrob. He's 
he and I swear to God, in some of those scenes, it's like they made him even pastier. Like he's yeah, super pasty in that. <laughs> yeah, it was just weird. Like he was super pasty in a lot of the scenes that he was in. I'm just like, ugh. He was just he just did not he just was such a gross character. I I loved him. Uh oh, so cool, so good. Yeah, totally. And and we actually know him and Andrew McCarthy both from Pretty in Pink, which was made the year before Mannequin. They're both in that movie. This yep. movie. Uh, they must have oh, yeah, they've fun. Been, they've been lifelong friends though for like for a long time. Oh. You know, yeah, because James Spader is in that in that new show that just ended, uh, The Blacklist, and Andrew McCarthy directed him in a couple of episodes. So they've been really good friends for a very long time. So oh, that's interesting. They were in Less wow. Than Zero together, also in '87. Yep, that's right. And then there, there's another weird crossover where um, Mon- Hollywood Montrose, uh, Mayshock Taylor. I think I said that right. I don't know. Hmm? Mishak Taylor. Mishak Taylor was uh, in an episode of Golden Girls. <laughs> and a bunch of designing women. Yeah, wow. he was a yeah he was a um, uh, a fixture in that show. He was yeah. Anthony. Anthony Bouvier. Yep. He's like the only reason I watched Designing Women. Loved him. Although in retrospect, like a lot of the women are pretty great, but you know, I was just like, oh, yeah. I loved them all. I really liked that show a lot as a kid, which was weird because it was like totally made for adult women. <laughs> I don't and know. Gay men. And gay men, and it appealed to, I guess, a, a couple of weirdo uh, girls in elementary school. <laughs> Same with the Golden Girls. I was like six, maybe yeah. yeah, six years old, and I would come home from school like every day from the ages of like six to ten and watch the Golden Girls like every day. It was my thing. <laughs> you know, Mannequin was such a hit, oddly enough, that they went on to make Mannequin 2. And uh Mayshock Taylor went on to be in that one as well. Like Hollywood is in the next, you know, in part two. Um yep. And it's, he's the only, actually, no, there's two, two people went on. It's him and uh, the guy who plays like the janitor. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, yeah. And then there's like, you know, completely different cast otherwise. But yeah, um, I've seen it. It's not, it's not bad. I saw it at the time too. I don't really remember much about it, but it's more, probably more of the wacky same. Yeah. She was like a princess or something that got swept away. And she's like a statue. <laughs> and she has like a, a, a brooch or a, a bracelet or something. A magical brooch? <laughs> or like a bracelet. She was like a statue or something. And hmm. so she comes to life and you know, I don't know. So these windows he makes that he quote unquote designs um, that really she's doing all the work. She's uh, not doing all the work. <laughs> I think I think we're divided on this. There's an actual piece where 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 he has to go make the window and he makes it and he comes up with the idea of the tennis rackets and everything. You know, he com- he comes up with the idea of the racing. No. They're he all did? his ideas. It's- I don't know. I feel like she helped him a lot. No, 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 don't get me wrong, she did, but he came up with a lot of it. But didn't he wake up and not even think the window was done a few times? (laughs) And then was surprised by them? Yes, 100%. No, that was the first one. And when he woke up on the first. first. 
because he woke up and she's not there and like everyone's standing around him and she she did it all because it was the Egyptian one and she had to go <laughs> the window. That's right. She's like, oh, I know this one. <laughs> this is easy. <laughs> but the, the so the first window is the tennis racket one, and uh, it creates quite a stir out on the sidewalk, and you know business sort of soars after that. I gotta say, not so impressive though. Not not these days, no. No. I thought it was really kind of cool, actually, with the 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 shirts and then the heads or the tennis rackets that were moving back and forth, and then the um and then the tennis ball going back and forth across the net. I thought it was really kind of cool. It had it had motion, um, and she's standing there all looking super bored. <laughs> she's sitting there looking super bored, and he's like, "Oh, was it a dream?" Oh, it's like you're stupid, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, sir. You're stupid. I'm wondering if if people have like favorite windows in the movie because I I really like the one with the bus. Yeah, the bus was the. Best I like the bus one too. Yeah, the bus. Well, the wasn't bus they, one was were they one. running towards the bus, putting yep. on their clothes? Yep. So, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Was, so I needed help with that. Listening to and she was the uh, she was San the Francisco. crossing uh, police the police um, the police person who was directing traffic in the front. As they were running towards the the um, the bus, very cool, very cool, you know, design. That's what I liked yeah. about them. A lot of them, a lot of them uh, had movement, which I thought was really kind of cool. Right. So that, that 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 one woman who was who was sketching, who was doing sketches of the window, and I'm like, really? <laughs> it's not that cool. Like, I get it, but damn. Come on, it's Philadelphia. They got nothing else. <laughs> I've never been to Philly, but I'm just gonna keep a. Uh, abusing it yeah abusing <laughs> philly <laughs> um I, I i love the idea that overnight like he, he's just in the store alone overnight and he can basically pull off these feats of engineering like have all these things with movement oh no no she <laughs> definitely helped him with that she definitely helped him with the movement stuff with the mac uh, mechanized part of oh it. yeah Cause she got that shit from like uh, Michelangelo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all of those, uh, you know, inventions. I mean, it'd be more like Da Vinci. <laughs> they should. They should have. Yeah, right. Oh yeah, you're right. Made, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. I'm confused. Yeah. I'm confused. I mean, Michelangelo <laughs> is just you know, fun and gay and good at the arts, <laughs> which is good. And he likes pizza. Oh wait, no, that's the wrong Michelangelo. Wow! Damn, that's <laughs> you really thought hard about that one. He eats pizza in the sewer. Okay, sorry. <laughs> so the other department store tries to poach him. They try to hire him away. Electra. 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 Yeah. Even weirder. Yeah. <laughs> isn't the lust is it a lustra the 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 sweetener? <laughs> oh. the I know it's very similar though. I I'm trying it's to It's not like remember. Olestra the fake Olestra! Like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh right? yeah. yeah. The one that, that gives you the shit. shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it makes you shit, right? It makes you shit. <laughs> It'll make you shit. That was not a fart. Wow. Never tell you so so my mom. Uh-oh. My mom got a whole bunch of those, those like <laughs> boxes and boxes of those chips oh, no. that had 
and and he was like, "Go ahead." And so like we were like eating them it? and eating them and eating them and stuff. I don't so think I ever got the. I don't think I ever got the shit. Yeah. Did you but, guys? No, I thought you all got the runs. I think we we might have. I don't know. <laughs> it was a long time ago. I mean, that's a way of being on a diet, right? <laughs> Here you go. You're just like, hey, everybody. <laughs> Have diarrhea until you lose weight and dehydrate and eventually just die. But those chips were tasty, though. Yeah. <laughs> tasty, tasty. tasty death. Hmm. <laughs> 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 I could go for some Alestra right now. What about yep. those gummy bears that we've talked about before? The gummy bears. Oh, that, those like, are the the ones that don't have that have the sweetener that are yeah. sugar free gummy bears. Yeah, five of them will like make you have the runs. Yeah, totally. Uh, so it's like fake sugar versus fake fat. Can you imagine if you put all of that in the same thing? That's so sad because I love gummy bears. Uh, you like diet gummy bears? <laughs> well, no, I love I love gummy candy because it's yeah. amazing. It is amazing until you think about, oh, is this made out of horses' hooves? That's fine. Yes. <laughs> I'm okay with I'm, that. I'm the only one that has problems with that here. Yep. You're like, hmm, <laughs> horse hooves. Horse hooves. So Just tasty. Suck on that horse's foot. Yep. Turns num, you num, on. Num, num, num. <laughs> now back to uh, mannequin. <laughs> oh, back to mannequin. Oh, yeah. Also made it horse hooves. <laughs> she is not. <laughs> oh, what is a mannequin? Lovingly sculpted by a man who didn't have online porn. Otherwise, he probably wouldn't have, you know, spent that much time on it. It's an injection. It's, it's a mold, you know, and then they um, pour stuff in it and spin it around, probably, and then demold it. So it's not even sculpted. Did you say that he spent like six weeks well, on you it? Make a, like, I feel like at the beginning when he gets fired, they're like, you've been working yeah. on this one for six weeks. So it's like, what What was he doing exactly? Other than molesting her. Beating off. <laughs> making the, you know, making the positive to make the mold of the mannequin, but then they skip that part. Right, and, to, make you know, to make the positive, you do make a sculpture. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then you fuck it. <laughs> yeah, and then that breathes life into it. <laughs> right, yes. It's like kissing, um, you know, Sleeping Beauty, except you fuck it. <laughs> yeah. There, there has to be an assault in order for there, for her to become a You know what? It, it is not a living object at that time. So mm -hmm. It's a real doll. It's a, fl it's a fleshlight. <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> oh, I wish this fleshlight would become real. Don't, not no, you don't. Yeah, no, you don't. You'd be all like, "Kill me, kill it would me!" Just, thing of just horror. Be a vagina. Disembodied vagina. That talks and has teeth. Ah! Kill me! Kill me! Wow, I think we're making our own horror film right now. Yeah, this let's call good. Cronenberg. Let's get this mannequin yes! three. Mannequin three, directed by David Cronenberg. <laughs> <laughs> Vagina with teeth. The gash. Ah, <laughs> wow. Or the gasher. Gash. The gasher. No, just the gash. The, the gash. Mannequin the three. Gash. The gash. Love it. Love it. <laughs> Excellent. That is so gross. <laughs> the gash.
Okay. Copyright. So... Copyright. Copyright. In case <laughs> someone does it, copyright. Yeah, we said it first <laughs> and last, and no one cares. <laughs> you know what? I'll make a movie out of anything. So you never know. Uh, we could make this movie for tens of dollars. <laughs> like any everything no. else we make. How are we gonna afford Kim Cattrall? No. Oh, you listen in the second? No, she's not. I we don't have Kim Cattrall, but we do have Klingon Vanna White. There you go. <laughs> I would love to make this movie. We gash. Great. Yeah. And you could be Hollywood. That's right. Yeah. I hope I'm not racially profiling you. You are, but it's okay. Am I sexually profiling you? That too. That's yeah. fine. No, I just think you like you like cool sunglasses. That's what it I meant. It wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> That's what I meant. There you go. <laughs> you have a pink car. That's what I meant. That's what I mean. Like Hollywood. So instead, and and like the gash, Hollywood is like a gay hunter who's trying to hunt the gash, and like the guy has fallen, and the Andrew McCarthy character has fallen under the spell. Of this succubus gash. Whoa. Who wants to eat him with her vagina. And she's, she's been going throughout the ages and he's been passed and Hollywood has been passed down. And you don't know why or how, but once a generation, a Hollywood is born <laughs> to hunt the gash. What would Hollywood look like in the Middle Ages? <laughs> <laughs> I am an artiste, bitch. <laughs> Fires right. a crossbow arrow at her. <laughs> Ride a really bling totally. horse. Ooh, yep. a total, yeah, pink horse. Yeah, with like a really dark pink mane or something. And it says bad mare. Bad mare. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> Love Ew. it. Who has the copyright? Who has the who has the 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 rights to mannequin? We're making this movie. That's right. Oh, you know, uh, mannequin two was uh, directed by uh, kind of a hero of ours that we've talked about before, Steve uh, Steve Raffle. Oh, shit. Oh. Did, I get, did I get his name right? Hold on a sec. No, he's the guy that directed the dinosaur movie. Oh, Tammy and the T-Rex? Tammy and the, yeah, the guy who directed Tammy and the T-Rex directs oh, uh, Mannequin 2. And remember... He uh, also did Beastmaster. Beastmaster, right? I love that. He's a frequent flyer on our episode. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we love him. And remember, he was a um, uh, yeah, Stuart Raffle. So sorry, Stuart Raffle did Mannequin Two. Who's like, you know, Steve Raffle's a, a hero of ours here. You should have him on the show. Oh, oh yeah, he's eighty-one. Why not? Let's have him on the show. <laughs> But he did Mac and Me, which is very important. Nightmare yeah. fuel right there. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, their their faces were butts. They have yeah. complete anus mouth. Those things. What? Mac and Me? Oh, wow. oh it's like a it's like an ET ripoff, except that there's more McDonald's involved. Very scary movie. <laughs> I know. The horror movie. The horror movie. <laughs> Uh, he he also did a very important movie for us, Ice Pirates. Fantastic movie. <laughs> so, uh, Alustra, not the not the dietary thing that makes you shit. Not Alustra, but, but Alustra, yeah. But the uh, the 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 rival company wants to take him away and and buy him off 
and so he uses they use Roxy to try to get him right. Mm-hmm. And that who's and what's what's up with that guy that keeps wanting to have sex with Roxy? Was, That's so like oh god, that was so uh, yeah. I was just like oh, it's the casual sexual harassment of the 1980s. Yeah, yeah. Every movie's got to have it. Yeah. yeah. A walking HR case. The, <laughs> walking, the, walking the boss. HR settlement. Yeah, well, they didn't have HR then. Um, yeah. The boss <laughs> and, and the, um, her co Yeah, it is both of them. Pretty terrible. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Um, it's pretty risky to be I female. I do love it when she, you know, they're yep. spying on Jonathan and the mannequin. And of course, they're just like, this guy's just rolling around with like an actual mannequin. What the hell? And um, the Italian dude comes up to her on the stairs and she shoves him down the stairs that was satisfying but then <laughs> she kind of gives him these advances my camera yeah, oh my camera um because you know right. she's he's <laughs> taking pictures with her camera so she's like oh damn it i i pushed him and my camera might get hurt but fuck the dude but then she does agree totally. to fuck the dude and they go back to his place and he has like a tiger picture a tiger painting on his wall and like a tiger bed i was like oh that that yeah. is actually cool but this guy's a total douche yeah, <laughs> yeah. I wanted that. but he can't get I it up that tiger so that's pretty great and then she goes off and it is really sad though that like roxy gets like right. no respect in this movie she gets constantly sexual harassed she gets like disrespected yeah. by jonathan it's it's like what has she done to kind of deserve it other than be like, hey, Jonathan, like, maybe you should, like, get your shit together so you can hold a job so you can afford your, like, unemployment loft. Yeah, but she's pretty ethical. She tried to kill Emmy. She didn't know it was real. She All she knew is that her her ex-boyfriend was a little bit crazy about a mannequin. She probably thought she was helping. And she did worry about ruining his career. Yeah, she did. That is correct. You are right. She did. Yeah. She was like, it's going to really hurt him. And yeah, I think she yeah. really did love him or, or, or wanted to be with him. Um, she wanted to help just, him in some way. Yeah. Not you know, be but, crazy. <laughs> but she wasn't him. super jealous at first about the quote unquote beautiful woman. She was just like, oh, maybe we could hire her instead of him. <laughs> you know, yeah. if, you know, to separate him from his, his talent. Source. Source. I love it. But then I keep thinking, like, this must have been a really huge um, hit to her ego, too, though. You know? Yeah. He leaves that. her for a mannequin. Yeah, it's like, that's gotta be painful. She's professional, think. capable, you know? attractive, fending off yeah. sexual harassment successfully, like, every fucking day. Mm-hmm. So she, she, has a, have a she has job. a pension apartment, you know, with, with so much neon and and I don't know what the color that was, like pearl. And do we see her yeah. apartment? Yeah, she falls asleep on the couch. She's yeah, okay. She was waiting for Jonathan, and she falls asleep on the couch. Right, right, okay. Yeah, yeah. All of the apartments, all of the apartments are just bananas in this movie. By the way, like all of them are just silly, silly, silly silliness. The way Jonathan. No, the way Jonathan lives, the way Armand lives, like everything is just, it's just crazy. You know, his with the tiger painting, hers with all, oh, and that, the weird, like, um, it was like the, 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 the lamps on the side of the bed were like waves, but they were lit up and 
I don't know. Like, it was just a very weird dressing of the apartments. I don't know. I I, <laughs> I was very like, I was taken aback by that. I was uh, I was assaulted by their by their style sense of the 